I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Wes, your bike is, is yelling at us. Yeah. It's screaming. It sounds like um, someone ran it back into a fire hydrant, and then the water's just spewing out, is how I would describe it. I wasn't looking at first, and I thought you were doing like the, the big inhale before they do the, the two sweet for, uh, for Scott Hall. Yeah. Wes, you gotta, um, oh, there you go. That sounds great, Wes. If you just stay exactly muted, we won't hear any of the, the static. Is that an ice maker in the background? <laughs> That's crossing the line. Don't That's you a, fucking, you, he's you, line talk, stepping again. you talk about some ball player banging my wife, but don't you fucking dare talk about my ice maker. I swear to God, if you mention ice cubes one more fucking time, it will not be a good day. Yeah. Oh God! All right. Anyway, um, is that fixed? It. Yep. You sound you for sound, now. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Let we'll let you know. Let me know. Well, you know, um, we had some fights last week. We have a decent card. I would say this weekend. I would. I would put this card, the London card, above average, especially what we've been used to for for non pay per views. Um, I saw half the fights last week. I was on a plane for the prelims, so I was kind of like scrolling around. I saw the guys. I was like. Scrolling on Twitter, seeing who won, and just watching the highlights, I feel like I watched the prelims a little bit and got home right around, right when the main card uh, started. But seemed like there were some good finishes, and we got some good fights to talk about this week. But we'll start off and go through last week's recap and work our way through that. Light heavyweight division, boring Russian, defeated Njukwe, knockout. That was pretty crazy. Um, I watched I watched that finish, and he was down 2-0, so he's, he's not good, though. Allegedly, it was one one on two of the judges' scored cards, Ooh, and two zero on the other one. Awful. That is, which cool. is bad. Which is bad. Um, fuck, man. Wrestlers love just diving into a knee. Eh? Yep. I was feeling good about that. Yep. At plus one sixty, man. God, it was easy. That dude. I said after it, he, he's he's in the ground. I'm putting I'm putting water on that man. <laughs> he's not good. No. No, he's not. He's not good at all. No. Uh, all right. When you said there was a boring light heavyweight, I weren't. Sh- I wasn't sure if we were starting at the top of the card or the bottom of the card. <laughs> that we just got sandwiched in there. That main event was like that was next level bad. That was mm-mm. all right. Bantamweight division: Guido Canetti defeated Chris Moutinho, uh, knockout first round. Everyone, ca- everyone was betting this kid because he he got punched a lot by Sean O'Malley and. Punched him a few times, uh, and everyone thought he's this great fighter for no reason. Like, what a hilarious outcome! How soft does Sean O'Malley hit, though? I know, <laughs> like, I know, dude's got a hands. I feel like most people were were just strictly fading Hanetti. I don't know how many people were betting Muktino. Um, yeah, he's fucking horrible. So uh, Guido versus O'Malley next, or on a, on a main card pay per view, or what? I mean, that's the kind of guy that O'Malley would fight but no i think after the o'malley fight everyone was like all over martino and this and this and this and like when i was reading stuff through twitter like people actually thought this kid was good 
Like it was a little bit of a fade on Kennedy, but I think I think people were gonna bet this kid no matter what in his next fight as long as it wasn't the like top guy. People fall in love with narratives. I uh, I don't know who you're following because uh, Every- the only thing I saw is oh he's got heart and he's durable. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need in MMA half the time. I, I mean, mean, like some of the nerd shit creeps its way onto Lance's timeline. Yeah, yeah we're, that's we're, fair. We are a sort of narrative based show here, so I don't want to kill the narrative too bad. But <laughs> yeah, that that for for me, I just picked him, but that was just a fade yeah. of. Uh, a 42-year-old yeah. bum. Through. I, saw, I saw all kinds of stuff on people thinking that he was good. And it's it's always like people that are retweeted. I do not follow a lot of people. Um, I know there's all people that follow like a thousand. I don't know how, you, I don't know how people do I that. Know, you, you actually follow less than me, which is surprising because I, I, uh, like I keep it tight. And it yeah, I'm like, like 160. I think I, Lance is like 150. Yeah, I never go over 150. Um, that's my – I can barely keep up. With following 150 people, some days I just wake up like I'm on calls for five hours, and I'll like open Twitter if I got like a five minute break or waiting. And it's like 600 tweets. I'm like, nope, <laughs> never gonna see those. I, I so even like I think I have like 145 right now. It's still, it's still like some of these. I, maybe they don't. Maybe they look at Twitter differently. There's a different way to do. It. I'm not good with technology, but like like the bro hugs of the world, following like 3,500 people and stuff like that. Like I don't, I don't understand. Nah, like if they follow nah. more people, then more people will follow me, and then I'll be popular. <laughs> I think That's a lot of people do the thing train. where like they follow and then just mute people. Yeah. Or they just ignore yeah. everything. Um What's the but, point? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they're not follow somebody. A lot of my conversations on Twitter nowadays are pretty much DM chat yeah. shit like I rarely try to there's just so many idiots most around. Of, well, most of my like the thing like what I follow on Twitter, it's like a lot of like just news sites and I like, do sports sites. Yeah, yeah like I don't, Sports reporters and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I follow, you know, I follow some from every sport that I follow and things like that, but I'm not like, I don't follow a lot of MMA personalities. <laughs> like, that's not, no. that's not really my thing. I hate most of the world yeah. we live in, um, in this MMA world. So I think that, and, but then people retweet and all this stuff. And I don't know. Not for me. Not for me. All right. Let's move on now. Middleweight division. Cody Brundage defeated, uh, Lung Ambulance. Man, I uh, this was my last cut. I was like, I already got six fights, six bets. That's enough on a card like this. I didn't bet Brundage because he's not very good. And well, he was regret. getting his shit pushed in the whole time in this fight. Yeah, <laughs> he's not good. Regret though. Did you yeah. guys? Anyway, you guys bet this? Nah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I took some Brundage because I had like uh, bet on every single fight somehow. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was shaky because. The old lung ambulance was blaring the siren, boy, on that fucking dome. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a possible 10-8 turned into a loss by some. Yep. <laughs> you you take those in this shit, though, man, because oh, yeah. you, you get a lot of them to go the other way, for sure. Yep. I didn't watch it, but I saw the fish. He choked him. He yeah. he, he sucks. He's terrible. He's, he's not good. He's not very good. So we yeah, didn't talk about exactly it which one. <laughs> right? We we didn't talk about it yet, but tomorrow is the start of the greatest sports weekend of, of you know of the year. The NCAA wrestling tournament, of course, uh, starts tomorrow at noon. So if you haven't watched it, I highly suggest. Wes, I know you watched a little something? bit now, right? Who is who? Yeah, the last one I watched was was the Bow Nickel. You know, he was talking about that. So who is this year's Bow Nickel? The the I, top. I mean, 
the best the best guy. I mean, it's obviously Wake. There's a, everyone's returning this year. Like wrestlers aren't jumping into professional careers as much as like football players and stuff. Like yeah, they go they go four. <laughs> they're oh well now they got you know you get a red shirt you get a you got the COVID year you got a medical maybe there is literally I could probably name. 10 or 12 guys who are in, who will all American like 26, 24, 25, no joke. <laughs> yeah. Like so many 24, 25 year, like it's insane. Like you'll see guys now. I'm like, I swear I watched that guy like six years ago, seven years. Ago. It's in, it's yes, not. I mean, Gable Stevenson is the, when you look at him versus competition is the class of it. But I mean, there's some, there's some great weight classes. And I think Penn state's the best again this year after they took a year off from being the best. But there's there's some like, it's a lot closer like Michigan Iowa ACC is a little bit stronger. The shitty thing is I don't think he's gonna wrestle. But AJ Ferrari, remember him? He's the guy that gave yeah. that crazy interview. He was in a horrible car wreck. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, like two months ago, and he hasn't he hasn't wrestled since. I don't I haven't looked. I don't know if he's gonna be able to wrestle. But that sucks because that kid was a he was a true freshman who won nationals, which does not happen. Um, so that was that that sucks. But yeah, there's every weight class outside of heavyweight. Is always is always pretty solid. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, I try to watch as much as I can over the next three days. But yeah, the quarterfinals and the semis are Friday, and then the finals are Saturday night. So first two rounds are tomorrow. So and how we'll excited are you a... that uh, the DC's doing commentary? Ooh, yeah, man, that uh, I saw. I saw Lance like I, I saw his uh, his yeah. joy just coming out on Twitter. Just, you can see yeah. it. just it nothing was... but fist pumps. Are they going to get rid of Quint? He's still win. he's still there. I think Billy. I think Billy's gone, which sucked. Oh. I like Billy, yeah. old Billy Baldwin, Binghamton wrestler. Um, but yeah, I mean, the good thing with I think the problem with DC and MMA announcing sometimes is he has no idea what he's fucking talking about, so he just fills the air with garbage. He does know what he's talking about. With he wrestling. knows every right. yeah. guy's been wrestling since he was four. Coach, so I mean, he coaches it too now, so yeah. And I'm hoping he respects wrestling enough not to be a moron. When he gets in there, and he doesn't have Rogan egging him on. So yeah, that helps. I I, th- I think he'll I think he'll be okay. Um, we'll see. I don't know. You can't ruin it. To me, like this is the greatest event of the year for me. It's you got this. You got the Ryder Cup, maybe the Masters, and but you can't you can't ruin this. Not even DC. And obviously basketball. I already got ten bets tomorrow. So I have one bet, sixteen team parlay, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Who's your favorite bet tomorrow in basketball, Wes? Um, I got a banger. Kentucky team total over seventy-five. That's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. They're they're gonna it, they're they've gonna, been crushing. They're gonna fly over. There. I bet Kentucky. I bet Kentucky. I, I, I bet they're spread too, but they, I love that they're gonna fly over that. Providence minus two. It's the worst line game I've ever seen. Everybody's on that though, man. I have seen I everybody and their mother betting. All Providence. Providence does is win, and they're a two point favorite in this. That is, I just I, I'd be worried every fucking every time. Yeah, every casual on Twitter. That's all doesn't matter. Say. Providence best bet on the board. Providence. Yes, pro- look, I think I could buy a car off Providence this year. You I want me to mush it? Bet them for like months every day. <laughs> You let me know. I'll mush it. You don't let, me don't know. let our boy, don't let our boy, uh, water show get on it. Cause I don't think any amount of candles <laughs> can take care of his NCAA betting. No. That is just the bane of that man's existence. No, no. Rutgers tonight too. I'm on Rutgers. Just to... I, uh, I hit, I hit Indiana last night. 
I'm 0-2 on the 16 seed games. Apparently not my forte blindly picking 16 versus 16 seed games. So hopefully Rutgers evens me out on the first four games. Had some, had some Indiana last night. Was like, All uphill night. from now on. I like Rutgers a good bit tonight. But all right. Anyway, let's move on now. Women's flyweight Miranda Mavericks, Sabina Mazzo, submission, rear naked choke. I got nothing. Mazzo was cut. I saw that. Yeah. As she should be. Yeah. Yeah. Maverick Neither wrestled. Was she yep. was smart. She wasn't dumb. She didn't spend Feather- time in the garage. I actually yep. didn't have a bet until this fight. Um, featherweight division, Damon Jackson defeated Kirk. Submission, arm triangle. I had doesn't go. It was plus money. Yep. yep. Headline. We, we, we fucked up in consensus, Kirk. I <laughs> saw week. that. Had you guys not... Uh, Damon Jackson versus loser. He beats losers. The doesn't go was plus money. That was acid. Yeah, that, that was the, yeah. the better play there. That was a big miss. Far. Damn, though, though, Leech man is, um, he's not bad, man. He's, he's the gotten, second run. Yeah. His he's second better run. than that first run. That's for yeah, I mean, sure. His chin is held up too, which is kind yeah. of crazy. And man, his, his wrestling and shit is fucking really good. He's yeah. tough, man. I, I think the biggest thing that's helped him in this run is it's his jujitsu has always been there. His chin, like maybe just hasn't been cracked enough. Um, his wrestling. I think his, yeah. he's getting in the past, like he wasn't able to get guys to the ground. So he was forced to get his shit kicked in. And that's where the chin goes. And I don't even know if it's a bad chin as just much. He's got cracked. He's a horrible striker. His wrestling has improved a lot, but yeah, plus money on that doesn't go. I wasn't going to fuck with the side on this one. I leaned Jackson at first and I almost played that, but I was like, this fight's not going to the card. So happy to get that. Um, all right, let's move on now. Bantamweight division, Javid Basharat versus our defeated Bacharat. Trevin Jones. Decision, I didn't say this one. I was still in the plane. And there was no highlights on Twitter for this one while I was there. That's a big uh, surprise. There, yeah, there weren't. I mean, it was yeah. all right. There were no highlights. Yeah, exactly. Fair. Fair. All right. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. But are, are you really from Afghanistan if the UFC doesn't let you carry your flag out to the cage? Like, are you? That was that was weird. <laughs> what happened? The UFC doesn't even show. Him, yeah, they don't show the flag at all. Like, not even on the the tail of the tape or anything like that. For they, Afghanistan. They yeah. Well, Krylov, they wouldn't show. Like, I don't, I don't know. Is Krylov Russian or Ukrainian? So he's Ukrainian. a Ukrainian oh. separatist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can you can have like uh, you know cried off like. Uh, gay purgers and shit, and run them out there. But don't uh, don't be against Putin, bro. Don't be fucking around with that. Mm-hmm. All right, Aldridge defeated Robertson. Okay, yeah. Went to decision. That was an absolute steal, and I'm a yeah, moron was... for only having two units. That is fucking crazy. I I couldn't put more than what I regularly put on something, but looking back after, it was like, man, that was like you don't get women's overs like that anymore. No, you don't see them. Yeah. That was dumb. Welterweight division, Matthew Semmelsberger defeated AJ Fletcher. Decision. Um, I watched this as I was like walking through the airport on the way <laughs> to the Uber and watched the end in the Uber. Um, good start, bad finish for our boy Fletcher. I, people wanted to give Tim Elliott shit for admitting that he cheated um, when that didn't even really affect the outcome of the fight a whole lot. This cheating from uh, from Samuelsberger that was that was quality, um, and yep. it won him the fight because he was about to lose the second round as well. I mean, yep. why would you not cheat? There's no, 
it's the only always worth it. That's what we well, always say. I mean, what, what's the most you're going to get is a warning that they might take yeah. a point. It's, <laughs> it's literally the only sport I think out there where cheating's a good idea. Like any other sport, if you cheat and you get caught, something happens. In MMA, it's like, don't grab the cage. Don't grab the cage. Don't grab the cage. It's like, why would I not grab the cage? What are you going to do? Worst case, you separate me. And then don't if I do it 17 more times, you'll give me a stern warning. Don't don't poke them in the eye again. Don't yeah. kick them in the nuts again. Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And like, like Brad said, like, people don't like, oh, it's just one cage grab. It happens. Like, those specific ones change entire fights. Like Brad Stop said, he yeah. was going to take down, get up. From the yep. from the ground, he would have won the second yep. round, and then probably you would you would have been surviving the third, but you would have yep. got a fucking decision win out of it, yep. and it changes the fight. I mean, it, I really can't think of another sport or instance where blatant cheating is just accepted. Like it's exce- like what if it's like you know take I mean, football. It- it's encouraged like, by some parts of this. Well, like, <laughs> if, yeah. like if you play football, like cornerback lays out a receiver, ball drops down. Instead of throwing a flag, they're like, don't do that again. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> going to take their warning. warning. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like it's there's no sport where blatant, obvious cheating. And I'm not talking about the – I'm not talking about the eye pokes. I'm not talking about the nut shots. I do fully believe those are accidental Ninety percent of the time, yeah, most most of the time, the most cage time. grabs are blatant and obvious, purposeful cheating that are completely accepted in MMA. <laughs> yep. Yep. The cage grabs this are something, man. That's sport. Like as soon as you grab a cage that stops a takedown, that's auto point to me. Auto point every it, single time. Me, me and Sean's discussed this a few times. It's it's either it at the very very least, it's got to be. Automatic position loss. Automatic on yeah. your back. Automatic and and if you want it in the center, in the center, or if you full want mount. It, you, yep. the guy gets to pick where he wants it. Like yep. fucking. full full back mount with hooks in in the center. Yep. Of the so, something something that puts you at a at a massive disadvantage. disadvantage. Yeah. It should Absolutely. be a point. It should be a point. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't want to like take somebody's like chance that a you know a fight went out of it. Um, you cheated. I, I get it. it in like cases like this one probably should be a point because it, it wins you the fight. It'll always like it always changes be a point. around. It's, yeah. it, I mean, I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't I'm, argue. Well, against that's it. the thing. It, it should. I always either always be a point yeah. or never be a point. It's and a rule right or it's never not. a point, which is yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's, it's either a rule or it's not. And like, I understand the ones if like they're both standing and there's some clinch work and the guy's just like putting his hands there and his fingers are in for a second. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about, grasp you can't be like oh i tripped and fell and grasped this cage <laughs> like it's not an accident it's not like a nut shot where you're going for inner thigh and you hit his dick or you're you're yeah. feeling him out and you and poke him you're purposely taking your fingers and grabbing a cage there's no accidents there it should be a point it's simple yeah, and, and over like because it i could get maybe a decade ago 15 years ago you could just say you know it's just like natural instinct to reach yeah. out and grab some, but these guys not, train in cages. Not anymore, man. Not it perfect. is, so, yeah. These guys are yeah. trained from so early now. It, yeah, it, yeah. I wouldn't argue a point. Wouldn't you argue. can't be mad at the. I've never gotten mad at a fighter. Why would I get mad at a fighter? I'd fucking grab the cage. No, too. we we enc- like, okay. We encourage it on this show because yep. it works. Yeah. Win, just <laughs> fucking win, baby. Like, I mean, is there a better takedown defense? Is there a better takedown defense than grabbing the cage so he physically can't take you down? <laughs> Name something better. Like, fuck a wizard. 
fuck a wizard. Hashtag fuck a wizard. Fuck a wizard. All right. Middleweight division, Alex Pajara defeated Bruno Silva. You know, decision. Pretty lackluster. And then he calls out the guy that's getting the title shot next. Bold move, loser. Cut him. Just cut him. I mean, I, I love Pereira too, but I tell you what, calling out fucking the the crystal man is a bad fucking ideal. Like that well, is a, it's well, a really that, bad like, idea. Besides of him would get his ass kicked, but like he's this guy just had a boring decision against an unranked guy and he calls out the number one contender who's getting a title fight next. Like, no, you're fucking it's like like Ankle Iab, like I purposely wanted to go to the decision because I hate fans. Like high, but be realistic. Like, what the fuck are we yeah. doing here? Well, I think maybe I, I think... thought this was a fun fight, though. I I didn't. It was it was boring. Is what I expected. You yeah, know, but you like... can't you can't go to a decision against an unranked guy and then make a call out like that. Like, just call out like Jesus. It's the same Wait, thing. I, I think he's like I'm kind of getting old. The UFC knows I'm kind of. Yeah, old he's trying to get fast track, but. Yeah, call they, up the number eleven ranked guy. They Don't want call that out a Izzy. guy you won't get. That's, they would yeah. definitely want that Izzy rematch, though. It, it by almost any means necessary. That's a Never fight happened. you can actually sell because of their history. But you're not gonna get it or anywhere close off beating this dude in your what second fucking UFC. There's just no way, man. No, this was a no. way tougher fight than. I mean, it was lined pretty close. Like this was a tough fight. This was. A good fight, a good win for him. He got tested. He got tested in some ways he needed to, and and passed pretty good. Yep. Yeah. So move him on up, but not all the way up. Next fight, fucking banger. Drew Dover defeated Terrence McKinney. Knockout. (laughs) I had Dover in this fight, and I was awesome. A tad bit worried early on. I like McKinney, man. He he is what he is. Like this dude's gonna get a lot of people. He gets out almost anyone. With the shots landed in that fight, Dober, you can't hurt that guy. Like he's just—he's got that dome and the beautiful, beautiful chin. Like you can't, you can't hurt that thing. But man, like big ups to Dober, man. That was tough. Like he survived and he won, and that was impressive. There's some other guys that would have uh, found the door. Uh, Lots of guys when that happened. Lots. Not the door, uh, just the I, match. Lots. Yeah. I, I just hope McKinney doesn't change. Like, th- this is who you are. This is why you're so dangerous. Don't try to turn yourself into a 15 minute fighter. No. Just go for it, and you're going to crush a lot of guys. And he'll be here forever. Like, he'll yeah, always he'll be the bombs. next. He'll finish all his fights. Like, yeah, this Do- is a huge step up for him. Dober's nuts, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and yeah, fighting, fighting Dober on like that short of nose shit, props to McKinney, man. That's some, yeah. that takes some balls, dude. Like, that's a tough fucking dude. Dober's, Dober's nuts, man. Yeah. That guy's good. He's a really good, uh, durable fighter, man. I Beautiful. like Dober. He's just yeah. gorgeous. And man, I mean, would you not want to just hit? I mean, God damn. His chin is so beautifully crafted. There's just no way you can crack it. <laughs> There's just no way. You can't do it. Love Drew Dober. So I had that in a parlay with uh, someone later. Um, Light heavyweight division, my boy Khalil Roundtree, uh, TKO Ooh. second round. I had I had Roundtree as well. Um, when he fights a guy who's going to bang with him, I'm taking Roundtree every time, um, and he did it. I still people I think people overestimated him after this though. They were like, oh, and he's motivated. I'm like, no, just a good fucking style matchup versus a loser. But yeah. I'll cast the bet and I'll be happy. Yeah, the 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 fucking the the kick was just nuts. Like they brought it, they brought up the video of him doing it on tough, 
uh, back when he was on tough, he kicked the soccer, kicked the shit out yeah. of the dude in the ribs twice. Like the and dude the just like rolled over. <laughs> yeah. Like don't, don't get kicked in your shit by Glenn Roundtree. <laughs> like, bad idea. Yeah. That was like getting jumped into a gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Um, anyway. All right. Move on now. Uh, Sodiq Yusuf defeated Alex Caceres, 30-27, 30-27, 28 I had this with uh, Drew Dober to parlay. That was a pretty lackluster performance from Sodiq, and I was pretty high on this guy about, I don't know, a year or so ago yeah, um, before I left that fight. And, like, I've lost all faith in this guy of even being a, you know, a top 10 fighter at this point. I, I don't know what's going on with him. He just doesn't – he doesn't seem to have it. I don't know. I was really high on this guy. I, I was too. I think I overestimated him a bit and underestimated Caceres. Uh, Caceres' hands have got better. Like, yeah, his, 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 the guys he beat on that streak are obviously not that good. Um, other than the, the Asian fellow that, that should have murdered him. Um, but his hands got a little bit better. But yeah, I, I thought Yusuf was going to be a lot better than this. He just, he doesn't have that much power and that's always going to be a problem, right? Yeah, he's somehow not dangerous and chinny at the same time, and that is not a good combination. Is that not good? Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. Great. I mean, I, I think I said that my like, if the dude had any sort of power, he would be fucking very, yeah. very good because his striking is great. And he like after the Arnold Allen fight, he his takedown defense looks like it's improved. Like Caceres tried like a motherfucker to get yeah. him down, and his takedown defense was really good, but. He just doesn't have it. Like, if you can't get Caceres out of there with some of the shit he landed, the dude just can't hit hard enough, man. He's not going to be those a top leg dude. kicks were were nice, but yeah. they only go so far. You need the hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he needs to work on his rape joke, and he does. And obviously, he's training with the guy <laughs> to, yeah. to get it to the that, the so. peak. Yeah, yeah. A little butthole pressure goes a long way. Yeah, I, I think that's what he needs to work on. Uh, it, it's weird though, because like when you watch him strike, like you would think he would have power. Like, it doesn't make sense why he doesn't have power. Like, it seems like he hits hard. He just refuses to hurt people. Yep. Yeah, and it, it doesn't look like he – he just doesn't go for it either. I don't think yeah. he's aggr- – he's just not aggressive. Enough. He he fights too smart, too high IQ of a fight sometimes. Like, it's just not going to get you to the upper echelon of those guys, man. It's not going to yep. happen. Yep. Well, opposite of Sodiq Youssef, co-main event, Ooh, now Dong. Yeah. Knocking out Marlon Moraes. I thought this was I, – I almost went bigger on this, but I didn't. I kind of flat bet for the most part in this card. But uh, it was like, I think, plus 110 uh, Yadong KO, which that was how he was winning the whole time. Um, I feel bad. I don't feel bad for fighters very often. I feel bad for, for Moraes. He just seems like such a good dude, and it's just like that chin was just gone. I mean, the last, the last couple of years. And, he, but man, he's, he's top five, right? Isn't, isn't Moraes like top five of like – chin uh yeah just leaving you oh, like like that yep, like it's gone it was this you know, he was favored to win the belt what two years ago and he was Favorite winning day? the first round yeah and now he's he's done but i mean i'll say this though like outside of his chin and everything else song and dong's got some hands on him like this kid he's he's yeah, legit like he's i never backed man. like the asian fighters usually find a way to disappoint you um, and they, they don't really come through and they don't become real contenders. I think maybe Okami was the one <laughs> that got the, got the closest, but this kid looks legit, legit, like his hands and I, we got to see his grappling and stuff like that, but he trains with a bunch of wrestlers. Yeah. You move um, to America and train. Yeah. That's how you, yeah. 
his like hands though. He's got clean boxing. It is clean, and he's got big power. Like he has life change. Like that shot he landed. I know the chin's gone, but like that didn't seem like the cleanest shot of all time. Race was just fucking done. Like he just got power. Yeah, I I, I love some some Dom. Uh, Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Who I mean, doesn't? just mm-hmm. yeah. That kid, that kid's for real, man. Just when you got power down at that those weight classes down there, you're different. Like yeah. some, some dudes just, they got hands. They're, they're great technically and shit. But when you can hit like that, man, you're, a, you're a dude, that guy's a contender. Like yeah. the, it's going to, he might get there. That might be a dude that gets out though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's I mean, a he, bad he, idea. That's, he trains <laughs> with alpha male. They, they need yeah. somebody to get revenge on, uh, yeah, they but, finally they got like we got a guy that might actually be can a, finally be, win. Be a forty year old Dom. Like if I'm the Dong and I'm like I'm young and I'm I'm moving up this division, I'm probably not calling the worst stylistic matchup. But probably not doing that. That's probably a bad move. I I think he's confident in that fight with the power that he has. He gets wrestled. Dom gets wrestled. Dom's chin yeah. is he wrestles the shit out not, of him. It's not. I mean, he's he probably gonna get landed him? on. We're probably gonna get landed on first. Man, that's a that's a decent. Like, I didn't mind the call out. That's a name. There's, there's a, a there's a storyline there. I I think you can you can get Dom out there. So I don't know. I don't know. I lose the more money than probably would have been. Uh, yeah, font font would have been a good call. Font's already matched up. He's, yeah, I he's about to fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's fighting. Yeah, he's fighting Cheeto Vera. Yeah, on a horrible. on a main oh, event slot. Oh, Did you say main event? Yeah. Main yes. event between Cheeto Vera and Cheeto Vera. Lance, 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 Lance. They all want to fight, bro. Everyone yeah. wants to fight. The, the, these guys that want to fight, you got to give them five round main event slots. I mean, Did you, you see financially? Twenty twenty one was the UFC's best year ever. Yeah, and those were the cards we got. So if I'm the UFC, I'm like, fuck it, who gives a shit? We, yeah. we can put, we can grab two janitors out fucking out back, put them in the cage, and we'll fucking do big numbers. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. They said another Buckle part. for some shit. They said another part of it was like, they the the fighters might be getting a little too much. Like, not paid enough. They might be paying them too much because their profits are so high. Like They're, they're overpaid. They, yeah, they're they're like shit. The product <laughs> we're paying the product too much. Like we're, we're Nameless, making our guys faceless money. people. We can just toss in. There. Can, can yeah, we give like these consent, contender series dudes two and two? Like it's what's <laughs> yeah. about to come down to. <laughs> we're really overpaying. The they're gonna be lodging them. They're gonna we just ready to pull a fucking uh, Uriah Faber and just start lodging these motherfuckers. <laughs> Build you in a fucking apartment complex behind the fucking apex. <laughs> Lodge these motherfuckers. Just roll them in, body they're- under body. The, the new Apex is just going to be a, an old Marriott. A fucking Ramadi. <laughs> in a cage in the conference room. And they're all just going to sleep there. And it's going to be like, all right, we got room number 618 versus room number 217. Come on down. They don't Native even have time. names anymore. They're just fucking room numbers. <laughs> Tattoo your room number. <laughs> yeah, room 217 is training at AKA. So we give him a slight edge. <laughs> he, has, he has video conferencing with AKA. <laughs> He's on the AKA floor. Yeah. <laughs> <For> dorms. <laughs> oh, oh God. Too much. Um, main event, we won't talk too much about this, but uh Ankalaev defeated Tiago Santos uh pretty cleanly for the most part outside of a round. That was just such a horrifying display, and there was so much wrong with it. One, like he the le- the path of least resistance for him was to get him on the ground, right? Wrestle. 
Yep. He didn't do that and somehow found the way <laughs> right, to be right. 10 times more boring. And then after the fight, acts like he did it on purpose. Like, uh, he's trying to, you know, make sure I can go. What? Like, I bet Dana White heard that and was like, this motherfucker, he's dead. He's go- we're, we're taking him from 12 and 12 to 10 and 10 after that for that main event. He, he immediately <laughs> said that, like, he's out of contention. Like, yeah. right that night was like, yeah. no, he's out of contention. He's not getting any kind of title no. shot or nothing. No. What an idiot. What a fucking idiot, man. And how good is the he Bear Jew? never get a title shot. I mean, Bear Jew, what a man. He just he just uh, knocks out main event fighters and then gets buried on the prelims. Love it. So good. Anyway, Aguilaev, he stinks. He absolutely – and what a quitter. He tapped out with one second left for a triangle. Who does that? Always a quitter. I mean, like, honestly, though, the the dude is is skilled. You just hate to see somebody with that kind of mindset, man. Like, come on, dude. Uh, Well, he's putting him He could have got Santos out of there, like, multiple times. Got that dude out of there with ease. Like, and then this – just get the fuck out of here. That, that dude's an idiot. He, But just by pure stupidity, that dude inter- should never sniff a title shot. The interview was actually worse than the fight. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's where he fucked himself worse was the interview. <laughs> yeah, and that's tough because that fight fucking sucked. Ugh. All right. It's good that this all ended early because the Bellator main event was actually very entertaining. I don't want I was that, tired. That was, that, was a, that was a really, really good fight, man. Really it was the, the underdog Borix one, right? Yeah, yep. Uh, yep. Masbrell versus uh, yeah that that was a really fucking good fight, man. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I had enough of the day. All right, after <laughs> after that main event, I can see why. Yep. Brad was falling asleep talking about it again. Like I, I I get off like a four hour flight, I get home and I watch that garbage. It just took the fucking life out of me. <laughs> I was like, I am done. It's I'm going to bed. Jan Kalayev, man. Jan Kalaya. Terrible. All right. Let's uh let's move on to UFC London, which is this weekend, with I would say a pretty good card. I mean, like outside of a couple fights, like this is a really, really strong card. A lot of interesting matchups, a lot of interesting fighters. I'm I'm excited for this one. Um so we'll start right off in the flyweight division. Muhammad Random Russian versus Cody Durden. Cody Durden's the racist guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's friends with uh Bro Hugs. Then yep. said he's not he's not race, but he, you know, he's not he's racist. Just, I thought he was. Well, he said afterwards that he was just like you know, hyping, being racist, but not yeah, racist. hyping himself up. Yeah, yeah. just don't, kidding. Don't take it the wrong way. Like, what's worse, just, being racist or being friends with bro hugs? Oh man, I don't know what's worse actually. I, I mean, at least he has an excuse. Like he was born and raised racist. He has no excuse yeah. for interacting <laughs> with someone like bro hugs for choosing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's g- genetically inclined to be racist, not be friends with with bro hug. <laughs> it's like the Chappelle though. What, what do you say? Like I'm genetically disposed to liking chicken. <laughs> That's certain, <nerdin>, but racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, new Sean. Uh, I don't have much here. Um, from what I have seen, some of the the clips on Mokayev, Mokayev, whatever, Mukayev. Mokayev, the Mook Aev. We'll we'll see after the fight if if that is uh, a a good name for him. Uh, he seems okay, but probably overhyped. But Cody Durden is very very stupid and very bad. So I'll probably pick the Mook. But he's English. 
I mean, he moved from Russia to England when he was a kid, like 10 years ago or something. Smart move. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Wes? Yeah, I don't, I don't have much here either. Um, Durden is absolutely trash. Um, I've seen this Russian mook fight, but I, I absolutely cannot remember it. Um, I watched some of these brave cards, but I have no memory of this guy. So, um, just hard to lay that kind of money on somebody. I just, I don't know much about, um, but Durden is just, man, he's so bad. So, so fucking bad. So just a pass for me. I'll, I'll pick the, the Russian mook and, uh, and top master, but I, I got nothing on this fight, man. Brad. Yeah, it's definitely tough to lay a price like this on a 21-year-old making his UFC debut, but I think he probably wins because Durden, he's not terrible for the first five minutes. And then after the first round, he is terrible. So I feel like this guy looks like he can wrestle a little bit, keep a good pace. He'll tire Durden out and win a decision, maybe stop him late. Hey, Teddy. Teddy. What's up, dude? Big Ted. (laughs) Um, I'm not betting this one. Um, I'm not going to pick Durden. Um, He's terrible. He has no qualities. Everything about this kid sucks. I hate him, so I'm going to root against him. But like Brad said, it's hard to bet in a 21-year-old making his debut at that line. But I do think he wins, but just not, not touching it. So, all right, women's strawweight, Corey McKenna, Elise Reed. No idea. New Sean? Yeah, I don't have anything here. Uh, Reed getting smashed inside a one by Sajara Eubanks is a pretty red, pretty big red flag. Um, McKenna's not good, but she's probably good enough. Yep, was. Yeah, Reed absolutely fucking stinks. Um I think McKenna is definitely good enough to get a win here. It's not something I want to lay that kind of that kind of price on, but she probably definitely gets a, a decision in this spot. Brad, I do not fucking care. Me either. Um, I guess I'll take McKenna. <clears throat> sure. All right. Yeah, um, Bantamweight division: Jack Shore to more Valiev. Like this is a pretty damn good fight for Barrett in the card, right? It yeah. shouldn't be yes. buried this far on yeah. the card. It's that good of a fight. I mean, Bear Jew's next, who's That's... arguably maybe a top five fighter in the division. So it's insane. Nishan? I like Jack Shore. Jack Shore here. Um, obviously, the lines moved a bunch now. Um, I haven't been overly impressed with with Valiev coming into to the UFC, um, getting smoked out or gassing against Jones and, and getting. Smoked in the second was not not a good sign. Um, I, I guess he's looked better since then, but Jack Shore's got good wrestling. I, I think he can get some takedowns. He's got a good sub game. Um, he could probably force. Uh, I think he's going to force Valiev to to scramble and wrestle, and and I give him the edge there. So uh, I took him small, uh, plus one thirty four for a unit. Wes? Yeah, this is a a tough fight for me. Um, I've kind of gone back and forth, but um, 
I don't know. I think Valiev has has gotten a lot uh, a lot better lately off of that that Jones fight. Um, I, I don't know, not a lot better, but he's he's definitely improved. And um, I, I kind of think this this is gonna be something more uh, of a kickboxing match more than anything. Um, I think it's close on the feet. Uh, I, maybe Shore gets gets some takedowns. Uh, Valiev's takedown defense has been has been pretty good. Um. I don't know. I, I guess the, the, the price that Sean got, and I believe Brad was, was a lot better, Pro- probably more than you would think about taking the dog in the spot. But man, as a, an even price fight, I just think it's going to be one of those close, um, 29, 29, 29, 28s either way. Um, so I guess the plus money was a, was a good side, but I kind of, I feel like Valia might get a, get a close decision in this spot. Brad. I think this is going to be a competitive fight, but the fact that Jack Shore keeps a high pace, regardless of if his wrestling is working or not, is probably going to edge him a decision, and it's probably going to start to to swing more in his favor by the third round. I think he can tire Valley of out a little bit. Um, like Sean, I, I haven't been super impressed by Valley of. I mean, he looked good in the Trevin Jones fight and then got melted. I mean, we just saw a debuting guy look good against Trevin Jones for the whole fight. Um, he beat Martin Day and didn't even finish him. And then he had a draw against Barcelos. Like, that was that, – that's a draw, that fight. Um, so, I don't know. I think Shore just outworks him in this fight. And I, I got plus 137, so I took it. Yeah, I like, I like Jack Shore here quite a bit. I, I don't get the love on Valiev. I guess it's just that, that Russian love. Um, that people think he's better than he is because he's he's Russian, um, which happens a lot, even more so lately with a couple more times. He's got a lot of big fights. He's he's fought a lot of decent competition for years, though. He he's okay. He's very yeah. He, he, yeah he's average. he's okay. Yeah, he's very average. I don't I don't know if Shore's this you know top five potential kind of guy, but like I've been very impressed with with Jack Shore, and I think he's got decent wrestling. I think he's got decent jujitsu. I think his stand-up is not the, the best, but I think it's good enough here. And I think he's going to be able to dictate where this where this fight goes. I think his scrambling ability, I think his cardio are going to be the difference makers here. And I just think he's just a better overall grappler once it hits the ground. Um, and I like Jack Shore here, and he's fighting at home. And this is – I think these – I think all of these UK guys are going to be just fucking out of their mind uh, on this card. This is the first – first time I've had a London card or any card in the UK in three years. And those guys are always a bit fucking nuts. And I th- – I give a lot of edges. I think the crowd is going to be a factor, and I think these guys' mindsets and how they're feeling is going to be important. Um, and obviously, with the close fight, judges listen to the noise. They're very stupid. Um, so I think the UK guys have a lot of edges, and I think Shore just overall with that is I think he's just a better fighter. Um, so I like Shore here at plus money. So I will be uh, I will be betting on Jack Shore. All right, let's now move to the main event of the evening. Despite my my biases of you know obviously the bear Jew, this is the weirdest spot on a card I've ever seen. You have a couple top 10 guys, a guy who's beaten the last couple main event fighters. And he's, and he's popular too. The bear Jew is very popular. He's buried on this card. Um, I don't understand it. I don't think it matters. It's fine, whatever. Um, but probably the best fight in the card. Like literally it's probably the best fight in the card. I think it's, Right? Probably the best one. Anyway, light heavyweight division, Nikita Krylov, Bear Jew, Donnie Donowitz, 
New Sean? Yeah, the UFC does some dumb things when scheduling boat orders. We see it almost every week. This is crazy, extra bad. Um, Very bad. Is Krylov smart enough not to engage grappling with no. Bearju? He doesn't even know what country. One, I don't think he is. Two, I don't think it matters because even if he doesn't, Bearju will force it. And either he'll get a takedown or Krylov will be forced into taking him down. And then it's then it's game on. Um, Krylov's last eight fights, the only person not to take him down was Johnny Walker. Uh, now, obviously, th- there's a, a bit of a gap there because he went away from the UFC and, and then came back. Uh, and it seems like he's obviously better than his, than his first run. Um I just like Bearju in this. Like <laughs> the striking, I think Bearju can survive. Like not even just survive. I think he can compete. Like obviously Krylov has has the edge there, but I just don't know how how long this is going to be in in a distance striking fight. I think these these guys are going to clash and and it's going to be grappling and you got to fair favor Bearju there. So. I put a unit on on Bearju at plus one sixty five, and then I tossed him inside the distance at plus three twenty five for a unit as well. I mean, Bearju just fucked Shogun <clears throat> up on the feet. I mean, just fucked his life up. So who knows, Wes? Well, yeah, and also I, I saw some uh, some shit on Twitter that people were like, "Well, you know, Krylov, man, he hits hard." So it's like, even if Bearju can, you know, maintain up there, if Krylov lands, I'm like. The, you know, the, the last dude that Krylov has knocked out in a fight, Fabio Maldonado. I was going to say, and so before that, whole- it was, <laughs> it was fucking Emmanuel Newton. Like those are the last two dudes <laughs> that that guy's knocked out. Like both not in the UFC. Yeah. Like, uh, and so who knows what, uh, kind of good stuff he was on in those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, look, Krylov has, he, he's better since he's, he's come back to UFC. There's no doubt about that, but his game is get you up against the cage and try to get a takedown and work you on the mat. Like what the fuck are we hoping for here? We wouldn't buried you on the mat going to work. Like, come on. This is, I think it's a great matchup. I've never, uh, you know, I've never been the the biggest buried you better. I have recently, like uh, still, Still PTSD though from the, the Jamal Hill fight. Like I'll, I, and I'm not, I'm not doing that again this time. It's not going to happen. You learned your lesson. I've learned my lesson, but I can still get Inflatable arm guy. Inflatable arm guy. Yeah. Straight (laughs) up. Um, I can still get inside the distance at, at plus 330 here on, on the bear Jew. I'm, I'm absolutely taking some of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm planning straight to just, I'm covering all bases. I'm not going to kind of looking at it like I'm not going to lose out on a really good dog bet I feel here uh just in case uh this does see the cards I I think Bergey can win rounds um he's going to choke this guy he's out never there, right? he's I don't know if he's ever won a round <laughs> I I think you can against like he it's just going to be on the mat and it's going to be Bergey working so yeah. I, I I could I could see it I, I it's not out of the realm of possibility for me so I'm playing him straight Burgess is going to, he's going to choke this guy. It's yeah. going to happen. Kryloff is getting into something. He's going to get sub here. I think Burgess is a great bet in the spot. Yeah, I was looking. So I thought it was, he's never, he's never uh, won by decision. In so you got draw with, you got to so, draw with Shogun. That's the so only time. In, so if you take out, take out that draw um, in his 19 fights, he's never been to the cards. 
<laughs> that's how that's how Beautiful. a fucking bear Jew. Yeah, it's how, it's it's, it's definitely uh it's probably not gonna happen, but I think this is a really good spot for Bear Jew, and I'm not gonna lose out on any yeah, of the dog money. Um I'm taking him inside the distance too. Do not get me wrong. I think he I think he chokes this guy, but I'm just I'm covering myself on what I think is a really good spot for Craig in this fight. Yeah, I get it. I'm still figuring out what I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to put an entire unit half straight on the sub and just call it a fucking day and watch my boy. <laughs> Brad. I just, man, why that last fight, I'll never get, that's one of my, one of my worst losses ever, dude. Like seriously, that me and Brad's half lit watching that over a zoom. And I'm just like, we're both dying. Like there's no way we're watching this guy's arm just, was that herb who was that <laughs> was that herb oh i can't remember no. had to be herb i feel like that might have been like a mark smith <laughs> could have been tanya yeah. like, hey is your arm okay are you okay hey i need you to flex your arm i need you to flex your arm there jamal <laughs> oh man that was yeah that was something else but <laughs> that was al guinea I remember that he fucking did not like he was a terrible ref. And I don't think there was another night where they pulled him and bear. Jew hasn't fought since probably that night. Hills won a main event. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of angles to attack this one. Obviously I'm betting bear Jew. I, I took some money line already. I, I don't think that that's the best bet on this fight because I mean, you can get bear Jew inside at, what plus three thirty still? The subs plus four fifty still. It, it's weird to to see people try and explain this one when they're picking Krylov because they're like, oh man, he just he just needs to keep it on the feet. But he's a grappler, and he always <laughs> exactly. grapples. Like I, I think I looked it up, and in his last four fights, he shot like twenty takedowns. What what do you think is going to happen here? They are going to grapple. Even if Krylov doesn't actually try and take him down, which I expect him to, Craig's going to pull guard, and Krylov will then grapple with him. Because once he starts grappling, he's just one of those guys that accepts, okay, we're grappling now, and he's going to get submitted. And yeah. that's how it's going to happen. So, bear you. Yeah, I think for me, the reason I wouldn't... Like, I get being safe... I can't even see a again a way that Bear Jew is probably going to end up on top <laughs> in this fight. Like I literally think it's he could sweep. He yep. could absolutely sweep yeah. Krylov. He absolutely, doesn't. he doesn't. He, though. he could. He wants to be on his back. He's just going to hit the triangle. He, he wants a triangle. I, like, I agree. I agree. I think like, I, I, I don't, think you're absolutely right. And I, I'm usually safer with the inside the distance and subs and stuff versus um I'm versus a big number taking money line, but like the four fifty to me, is one of the worst lines I've ever seen. And I would hate myself if I don't just absolutely bomb that line. Because it's so it, – let's, let's say you're calling this fight 50-50, right? Let's say this is a close to a 50-50 fight, whatever it is. Bairdji wins all of his fights by sub unless the referee is drunk. And it's plus 450. And Krylov loses all of his fights <laughs> – by sub. So Krylov has how many losses does he have? He has eight career losses, five by sub. So you got a guy who only wins by sub, not to do MMA, sure dog, math or whatever, versus a guy who always loses. But in, Craig is so comfortable on his back. He doesn't give a shit. And it's like anytime a guy, and Krylov does a decent ground and pound, he starts to open up a little bit. 
that's what Bearju wants because once you start opening up, that's when that triangle comes in. And like I was telling someone earlier, I was like, I'd probably bet triangle at plus 400. <laughs> like literally, if it was like Bearju by triangle plus 400, I would 100% take it because that's the fight outcome. So as you know, is expected. Munich. We were this, never this, in doubt, Munich. The Bear Jew, Munich, it goes together. Donnie fucking Donowitz. Um, it's it's all in alignment here. So we love the Bear Jew. Big fan. All right. You Heavily playing division. him straight or are you playing sub for Munich? Sub. Sub. There we go. Sub. Bang it home. Plus 450. Bear Jew sub. Easy. All right. Heavyweight division. What a weird fucking fight. Shamil Abdurrahman versus Sergey Pavlovich, who has not fought in two and a half years. So he's really skyrocketing that career. Nushan? Yeah. Um, that is a rough thing. Two and a half years is a long time. That is. But that's also, that's also two and a half years that uh, Abdurrahman has been aging. And he's 40 going on 55. So I, I, I don't care. Like, it, it is two and a half years. Abdurakimov is terrible, and he's fucking old, and he's there to get a paycheck. Uh, it's a huge number. I still took it. I chalked it up. Uh, I got two units on it with uh, a fight, another fighter later on. Wes? Yeah, the the only question in this fight is, uh, I think, how long? Like, is this worth a, a sprinkle on the uh, FG, FGF? Like plus Ooh. money FGF, like that's plus the only thirty. That's the only question here for me because I think uh, I think Pavlich is is gonna get him out of here. This this dude sucks. He's a he's a bum man. Um, tough bum that usually lasts to the second round though. So that's just kind of why I'm on that plus money on a one point five. But um, yeah, I, I like Pavlich. I got him parlayed as well. I, I think he, I think he gets him out. It's it's probably in the first round, probably. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Pavlich. Fight starts round two is minus one ten. There you go. I mean, dude, Ab- Abdur Rahimov makes uh he makes second rounds a lot. The dude usually he usually quits in the second a lot. He puts his, his hard five in there and then he's yep. done. Brad. I can't bet Pavlich here. I, I can't. I'm I'm just trying to figure out if I can bet Sharif by decision in this spot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Because, man, this dude is not above making a fight absolutely terrible to watch. We've seen it for years. I'm not sure if physically he's up to it anymore, and that's why I haven't bet it yet. But, man, I I don't think Pavlich is good. I mean, he's physical enough that he just bulldozes most of the dudes that he faces because they're shitty heavyweights. And I think Sharif's bordering on shitty heavyweight territory at 40. Oh, but I'm probably going to pick him in Toutmaster because Damn. I think he's going to make it clinchy and ugly. And uh, and then we'll see what Pavlich has after five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll take Sergey here. I'm not betting it. I mean, a two and a half layer layoff is – that's a long layoff. Um that is a very long layoff. And I never thought he was anything special in the first place. And to Brad's point, like, this could get dirty, ugly pretty quick. Big layoff. Like, I don't know. This is not a spot I'd, I'd want to lay that kind of number. Um, and there's just no piece of this fight that, that really interests me. So I'll pick Sergey, but it's going to be no bet here. All right. Featherweight division, Mike Grundy versus Makwan Amir Khani. You, Sean. 
we talked about the the Bearju Krilov fight where both guys are want to grapple. It's it's kind of inevitable. I think that's the same thing that's going to happen in this in this fight. Grundy is is a wrestler through and through, and Mirkwani wants to 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 snatch up a neck and. I think Grundy's going to give him a lot of opportunities. Um, Amir Khani inside, I found it plus 540 at uh, at the sketchy Russian book. I had to throw uh, a half unit on that. That's that's a big number. Um, I just think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Amir Khani. And uh, when he wins, he's usually snatching up necks. So uh, I, I definitely could see that happen there. So I'll pick Amir Khani. What's... Yeah, I kind of um, kind of look at this fight the same way, Sean. I think it's gonna gonna be a lot of grappling and, and scrambling. I think Gundy's gonna want to wrestle, and uh, it's not like Americani's got like the greatest takedown defense. So it's it's probably gonna get to the mat. And um, yeah, does does a does Americani catch something? Um, I don't know. Maybe um, I, I'm gonna pick Americani here, but I'm still kind of deciding if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a play here. Um, think Sean's on the right track. Uh, just if you like, he may be getting uh, something by sub or inside the distance or something like that. So, um, yeah, I'll pick Americani and maybe a bet on on sub. Fred? Yeah, this line's creeping up pretty high. The the sub line's like plus 600. So obviously not quite as good as uh, what Sean got with that inside line. But, man, I – I don't think anyone's really out wrestled Samir Khani in the UFC and Mike Grundy's a fine wrestler, but I don't think that he's a great wrestler. I mean, we talk about his international accolades because he went to some world tournaments and got smoked. Um, he didn't win anything at any of Cause them, he's so. like English and makes a, an actual tournament. <laughs> so you got to bump exactly. him up a little bit. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I think Amir Khani can win the wrestling here. I think he's more dangerous in the submission game. If it stays on the feet, probably a little edge to Grundy because he's got more power, but I think it's kind of 50-50 there. Um, so might take a shot on Amir Khani or maybe that Amir Khani sub prop. Yeah, I like Amir Khani here actually as well. Um, I, I think I think he might have a – I would say Grundy has a slight edge in the wrestling um, I think he is a little bit better wrestler, but I think Americani is light years ahead of him once it gets there. Um, I think he, I think we could see some sweeps here. Also, Grundy does tire out. Um, I don't think he can go 15 hard. I think he might – it could be Grundy laying on top of him for the first five minutes. And then I think the second and third round, I think Americani is going to be a little bit fresher, Grundy gassing out. And I think we see some sweeps. I think we see Americani start controlling the fight in the second and third round from top position. I don't know if he'll get a sub. Um, I think he's going to go for some subs, but I could see him also just maintaining control, throwing some ground and pound, maybe going for some subs here and there. Uh, but I think the money line is is a solid play here, so I am going to be picking and betting uh, Mach 1 Americani here. Yay. All right. People are talking about him gassing, but uh, I think like the third round of his against Edson was his best round. I, I think his cardio has looked a lot better lately. Yep. Yeah, and Grundy has shit cardio. Yes. So I'll give Edge. Mach one. All right, main card, lightweight division. Jai Herbert, Ila, Lele, Tapuria. These guys crazy, by the way. Tapuria is crazy. Like that whole it. thing, it's like, I'll kill you, motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. that's an MMA guy say. Yeah, I don't think he was kidding. No. I don't I don't like him. 
I, I, I don't do. like him. I like him. Yeah. yeah. He's a good I like fighter. I like, I like him more. He's, he's a good I like fighter. Him. I think he's just, I don't know. I like him more than Patty. So yeah. I like the I mean, that's not Please a high make bar. that match up. Yeah, please. That's please not a high make bar, that match. Wes. Yeah. <laughs> Curry is good. Uh, he's good, good. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's a weird fight. Obviously, uh, Tapiria had some weight cutting issues, uh, that kind of pulled him out of the fight where he was actually supposed to fight Evloev, which I thought was going to be a, a fun matchup against with, with two good prospects. Uh, and then he has a weight cutting issue. Obviously, he's taking this fight on a little bit late notice, late notice, uh, up a weight class. I don't know if that's something where he just wants to test the weight cut to make sure he's okay. Cutting fifty five, and the next time he'll be back to forty five. Um, he's very fucking good. Um, he's got very good ground and pound. I think he takes down and and smashes Herbert. Um, it's obviously a giant number. It's a giant number for a reason. Tapiria is very good. Um, I think he he won't fuck around on the feet too too long. Uh, he'll he'll go where where it's gonna be good for him. So I, I put him in that parlay with Pavlovich. It's like minus one forty five when I took it for. For two units, uh, loving the chalk this week. It's crazy because Tapuria was like a bantamweight <laughs> not that <Yeah>. long ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wes. Yeah, Her- Herbert's definitely going to have a, a size and, and reach advantage uh, on him in this fight. That, that's for sure. But I mean, I, I don't want to see him fucking around on the feet too much because I think Herbert does have some decent uh, striking and does have that reach and. Uh, a little bit of pop, but man, I think Taporia gets this to the mat fairly quickly and goes to work on Herbert. Um, yeah, I think the kid's really good. Um, I would have loved to seen that Eloev fight. That that was a really nice matchup of two really good fight young fighters. Um, but we get this one, so yeah, I, I got Taporia in a in a chalk parlay with um with Pavlovich and um somebody else. Not, yeah. Somebody else on the card. So yeah, just some some chalk. Eating some chalk on on those. Fred. Yeah, I, I can't find a reason to go against Tapuria here. I think he is going to be quite outsized, but I don't think it matters because Herbert's chin is a bit iffy, his takedown defense is real bad, and his grappling is also not good. So Tapuria can win it wherever he really wants to. It should be on the ground, but I don't know. I think he's kind of stupid. I, I think he's like too crazy to have a long-term successful career. Um, I, I feel like he makes some bad decisions and I don't know. I, I mean, he, he calls people rats for pulling out of fights and then pulls out of fights himself <laughs> and misses weight and all that. Ducks that was Canadian, very evident. Ducks Canadians. I mean, nobody ducks a Canadian. So um, <laughs> I, I'm he he's good. He's gonna win here, but I don't know. There's there's something missing for me. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I watched Taporia fight, and everyone's a little bit. Every fight's a little bit different. He just looks great everywhere. Um, he's developed some good power. His jujitsu is really good. His wrestling's good enough. Um, he just seems like if he could get his weight and his mind <laughs> under control, like this guy, if he gets back down to 145, like he he's good. He is very very good, and he's good everywhere. I think in this fight, it's it's an easy matchup for him. It's smart for him to get back out there, get a win, um, even going up a weight class here. And I think it's gonna look he's gonna look easy. It's gonna look easy for him doing it. So, um, really like to pray here. I looked the inside the distance was only like minus two hundred. I think 
Um, so it wasn't that that bad for a parlay piece. So I'll probably have something on Tapuria inside. All right, women's flyweight division. No, I'm not kidding. Molly McCann, Carolina. Who cares? Anything? You guys got anything? Uh, I'll pick Carolina. M- Molly is terrible. Uh, she needs to get takedowns. I don't know if she's going to get them, and she's horrible on the feet. And she is stealing the Bear Jews main event slot. So I hate her. So so is fucking Gunny Nelson. Give me a break. Wes? Yeah, I, I can't believe this fight is, is up here over over Berju and uh, yeah, McCann stinks, man. I've tried to to fade this chick so much. She got me last time. Um, I probably can't bet this, but I'm definitely picking a picking against her and, and Talmaster. She's she's horrible. Brad. So we take Berju off the main card for a fight that is minus three hundred to go to a decision. <laughs> Between oh, yeah. two people that nobody care about. Yeah, that's right. What are we doing here? Picking the dog and tote master. This is offensive. It is. I got nothing. Speaking of offensive, this next one is as well. And the next one after that. All right, welterweight division. Gunny Nelson, Takashi Sato. Just what the fuck? <laughs> New John. <laughs> no, no, what even is this, bro? Uh, just what, the, what fuck? the fuck? I didn't know either of these guys were in the UFC still. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Nelson, another guy, two and a half year layoff that I'm backing. What what could go wrong? Um, you won't have to worry by this point because the other one already go wrong for you. Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. So uh, hopefully I'll split at least the the guys off huge layoffs. Um, Sato just isn't that good. Um, he can be taken down. Bilal took him down. Baeza took him down. Gunner's going to get him down. And then once he's on the ground... Gunner should snatch up a sub. Um, Gunner getting beat up by uh, everyone. What's his name Gilbert Burns last time. Not the greatest look. Um, hey, Gilbert but, Burns was on that run though at that point. Like, yeah, that was, was like some... the Masvidal run. I don't know or something. Gunner, Gunner has one run. win in like four years, and it was against Howboy. That is concerning. Uh, he's obviously, I think he's still training with Kavanaugh, which is also a bad sign. Uh, I can't believe I have money on a, a Kavanaugh fighter, but here we are. Uh, I think Gunner gets him down and subs him. So I took uh, Nelson inside at minus 115 for a unit. Yeah. Has he ever even... Yeah, yeah I mean, he, his his losses are Gilbert Barnes, Leon Edwards, and yeah. Pontoon Boat. Pontoon like, Boat. He I was, that middle guy is, but he was fighting good. some of the... The upper echelon of the division at that point. Uh, I agree. What's the sub line like? Minus two hundred. Even money. I got inside at minus one fifteen. That's not bad. That. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, Sato isn't great, and Sato loves to get taken down and sub. Like the, this is a perfect matchup for him. Like the, not even Kavanaugh could game plan this fuck up. Like he couldn't keep even, it on the feet, Gunny. Hey, if I, would you be <laughs> would you be shocked at that? Like, but. Gunner's gonna get a takedown here, and when he does, he's either it's either gonna be sub or control for as long as he wants. So uh, until Sato he, gasses and then yeah. gets sub, I just put him in the in the chalk parlay. It is a two and a half year layoff, so I didn't want to invest too much. So uh, chalk parlay with those other other two pieces for um, a couple units. Brad, yeah, this is uh, another spot where I think the chalk rolls. Uh, I mean. The guy that Sato fought last time, he gave up. 
that dude's first career submission win. So <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking, and he also got stopped by Bilal Muhammad. So who couldn't is... who couldn't stop a fucking runny nose at this point? Like, Gunnar Nelson sub minus one ten is like it seems it seems like a pretty solid bet. Probably. Yeah, I I think I have to take that because on one hand we've got a guy who's one win in the last four years is Howboy. On the other hand, it's Jason Witt. So <laughs> I'll I'll take Howboy in that equation. Um man, yeah like there's a, a big chalk parlay that works on this card, I think. Uh and that uh, that gunny sub prop is it it seems too good to be true. Yeah, I mean not to go back to being simple with MMA betting, but it really is this easy. Sato sucks, gets subbed by everyone. Gunnar Nelson, I don't even know the last time he won by anything, but sub minus one ten. Seems easy, and it's weird. Like Gunny's like almost minus five hundred, but it's only minus one ten by sub, which is how he literally wins all of his fights. I don't know if he's won by decision in the UFC. I think every single one of his fights has been a sub. Um, oh, so I, yeah, I, I think like there's some boring ones. Has he? I feel like he got late finishes in this. Let's he, look. He, he he took George Santiago to decision for his only UFC decision, huh. and that was back in 2013. So that was a long time ago. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. He's but sub wins since then. Yeah. So Maybe it's just he loses boring decisions. Yes, yeah, he does. He's lose lost. Not happening. Yeah. yeah, when somebody can control him. Yeah, when he can't get a sub, it's then bad. it's yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that ain't Sato, yeah. He's only been finished once in his career, too. So he usually loses boring decisions <laughs> if he doesn't grab a sub, so it makes sense. Yep. But, yeah, I'll uh, I'll probably have a bet on, on Gunny stuff here. So, all right, lightweight division. Fuck. Patty Pimblett versus Kazula Vargas. What a depressing fucking placement. Um, yeah. You we, yeah. And you can't, you can't fade Patty in this. You just can't. No. No, and I want to, uh, and I probably will next fight. I hope Patty Pimblett knocks this dude out in like a minute, absolutely steamrolls him, and then whoever he fights next, we 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 can get a good line. Uh, Vargas is terrible. Um, Pimblett is is not good. Like I, there is some hype. The guy talks a bunch of shit, so uh, hopefully they kind of rush him into some bad stylistic matchups, and we can cash in because I just don't think he's good. Um, he he almost got finished by Vendramini, and yeah, that is something. He's gonna win here though. Yep, Wes. Yeah, oh Luigi was was mushroom stamping that ass uh, early on. And look, Pimblet's gonna talk himself into some shit like Sean O'Malley. The only thing with Pimblet is he's a moron. Sean O'Malley is at least smart enough to like, I want to fight every bum you can give me. Pimblet's gonna be like, I want the best. Give me a top ten guy. I want Taporia. Yeah, <laughs> I want Taporia. And I'm with Sean. Like this, this ain't the guy. But please, Pimblet, I hope he knocks him out in 30 seconds. Highlight reel and. We get a decent matchup next time because he is not that good, man. Uh, he's absolutely gonna gonna win this fight, though. Brad, he's gonna win. This is part of that chalk parlay that works. I don't think it's gonna be super quick here, though. Uh, I was kind of looking at the over one and a half in this spot. Uh, Vargas has been stopped once in his career, and it was like three or four fights into his career uh, against Alex Caceres' brother, who. All of that dude's wins are by subs, including Usman. 
Um, so I, I think champ. Fimblet, yeah, I think <laughs> Fimblet wins. Um, but uh, I, I don't think it. He looks great. I think it might be a by decision here. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of considering that. I was kind of thinking of the opposite. If I was going to bet this fight of of Brad, <laughs> Patty wins. When he wins, he wins his fights quick. It's he always comes out like a batter to hell. He has no defense and he's super powerful and can finish in the ground. He's not one to play around and he comes in and he wins or he loses. And that's kind of his style. And most of the lines you saw in the first round were pretty like Patty round one. Most places was like 120, like plus 120, plus 130. FanDuel had plus 200, um, which I don't think is I don't think is bad. Uh, FanDuel sometimes is just they're like 75 cents off sometimes. Oh, they open yeah, it they're... 240. They're yeah, all, that if you plus can, 240. You can get the openers there. They're sometimes they'll yeah. even stay there, but the openers they got it's some still of the at worst. 200. It's still yes. 70 cents. It's still off. at 200. Bet online yeah. is 200 as well, but most other places it's around plus 120. Yeah, uh, actually, I'm just scrolling through here, and Bet Online has uh, Patty sub round one at plus 500. I think he's gonna knock him out. Really? Yeah. I think I think he, have you watched you've watched Patty Pimlet fight before like other than yeah. his last fight right yeah, <laughs> yeah he I jumps he for does. a lot of he jumps for a lot of jokes he does but this guy is a fucking giant dumpster fire and I think he's gonna throw hands with him he's Mexican. It, it worked out so well last time <laughs> hey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look I hope I really hope this isn't one of those times where like we're gonna give it one more and. Patty this ends up it? getting laid out in Too front of late. his own fucking crowd. Marcus is bad, man. That, yeah. that's, I, I think I think Patty has a chin on him. Yeah, he does. He does. All right. Um, probably no bet on this fight, though. Um, all right, let's now move to featherweight division. Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. You, Sean? Does Arnold Allen have the quietest eight-fight like win streak in the UFC? He beats bums by decision, and he fights once yeah. a year. He's so only beat, yeah. he's only beat a couple decent guys in that run. Yeah, and he guys. and it's always decision. He never talks. You literally forget he exists right after he fights, and then a year later, you're like, "Oh yeah, that guy," because <laughs> he yeah, doesn't. He's, he's yeah, so inactive. Like, he's not bad. I'd like to see him fight somebody decent. And yeah, it's another... but we forget about him. Yeah. He's get he's getting a shot here. Um, yeah, like. I, I didn't like what I saw, uh, from him against Yusuf. Yusuf won like 90% of that fight. He, he landed that head kick, uh, and then, then clipped him again in the second, but he was losing that whole round by volume the, like the entire round. Um, that's not a great look. Um, Dan Hooker is a, is a pretty big step up here. Um, I know obviously Hooker is going down. Uh, he's been at 55 for a while. Um, Obviously, that was a pretty bad showing against Mac and Cheese. That was a that was a paycheck uh, before he head home. Before he heads home, Hooker's fucking good, man. His his striking is good. I think his takedown defense is is going to be good at at forty five. Um, I just think he's going to throw more volume and and just land a bunch more on Allen. And I think he can can win. Uh, it's probably going to be by decision. Arnold's seems to be fairly durable but i think it's going to be a an exciting fight as long as uh hooker's doing the thing so i got a unit on him for uh at plus 100 yeah i was uh i was on allen against uh against yusuf and uh man it, it wasn't wasn't great a lot of that fight like he got he got pieced up quite a bit 
Um, I think in this fight, man, like Hooker is going to be just, he's going to be massive at, at 45, man. The, the reach advantage, uh, you saw Yusef keep, keep a little distance and get in and out on Allen. Uh, man, Hooker might land some, some big stuff on him, dude. Uh, I think his, his takedown defense is good enough to keep this up. Um, yeah, I kind of like, like Hooker here and I've, I've been a, I've been an Allen fan. I, I've bet on him almost every one of his fights and made some, some pretty good money on him. Um, I just think this is a, a really big step up and, you know, if Hooker makes 145, you know, without, without any kind of troubles, um, man, just, all the physical advantages are going to be his in this fight. And uh, the dude is a really good striker. I mean, yeah, he's gotten, he gotten clipped by some of the, you know, biggest punchers, uh, a weight class up. That ain't, that ain't Allen. That, that's for sure. I don't think he's got to worry about that. So yeah, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Hooker got him out of there in the second or third round, but more than likely probably a, a kind of a uh, kickboxing decision for Hooker and, Man, him at some plus money in this spot is it's pretty good. I gotta take some of it. Brad. Yeah, this one I I don't know. I I originally thought that Allen had momentum coming in and you know I, I think I'm thinking back to his earlier UFC fights where he was a bit more dynamic and actually finished some dudes, but he was losing almost all of those fights. Like, he is usually losing his fights until he has a big moment. So as long as all of the the wars and the damage and cutting down to 145 doesn't catch up with Hooker, I think he beats Arnold Allen in this fight. Um, Maybe a finish, because he is capable of finishing people, more than likely because Allen likes to dance around the outside and not throw anything and look for those big moments. It's probably a decision for Hooker. Uh, but I ended up actually liking Hooker quite a bit in this fight, and I've bet against this dude a million times, so that's weird for me. Yeah, I like Dan Hooker here. I think when you look at who they both face, I do think that is very important. I mean, Hooker's faced just an absolute murderer's row at 155. I mean, outside of even the losses, so he you know, obviously lost to Makachev, Chandler, and Poirier, but I mean, he was beaten, you know, he beat Gilbert Burns, he beat Vic, who's just one of the greatest fighters who ever lived. Uh, that James Vick is just top talent. Uh, but he's faced really, really good guys. I mean, you could, you can make an argument. This is the worst fighter he's faced, you know, since James Vick. Um, and you could go back further before that if you take him out of the mix. He's been facing really top competition. And I think as long as the weight cut's good here, I think, I think he should be a, a pretty large favorite here. Arnold Allen has never really impressed me. He's average at everything. Um, he's not exceptional at anything. And he also doesn't have a ton of holes. Um, but he's not very active. He's definitely more of a point fighter. I think if this fight's on the feet, I think Hooker just beats the shit out of him. I think my only worry here is if Allen tries to wrestle a little too much and Hooker kind of struggles. But I think, you know, getting down to 145, being a little bigger than he was at 155, I think is going to help. Um, and I think he can just keep this fight standing. And I think on the feet, he has a large advantage. I don't know if he gets a fish, but the finish is going to be out there. Uh, it's definitely possible. Hooker does have some pretty big power. And I think I think this is the right move for Hooker. I, I don't think he was this big, you know, 155-pounder. I think this is going to be the good weight class for him. And if he gets a win right here, he immediately jumping himself up into decent competition at, at 145. So I like I like Dan Hooker here at plus money. And this will also be the consensus bet of the week. Dan Hooker, which is funny because I bet against Dan Hooker, like Brad said, almost every time. Um, but we'll 
we'll go with him here. So Dan Hooker, consensus bet of the week. All right, let's move on to the main event as well as the worst fight of the evening. As we have in the heavyweight division, Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall. New Sean. So if this wasn't heavyweight, I would probably all be all over Volkov. I probably should be anyway. Um, Volkov's obviously been in there with much better guys. He's shown durability. He's shown good cardio. At heavyweight, that doesn't matter as much as every other weight class. Um, Aspinall is is obviously a, a, a guy that, when he wins, it's damn near always in round one. Uh, Volkov's shown good durability. I I don't know what it is. I just, for some reason, I'm I'm seeing Aspinall putting putting Volkov Volkov out early. Uh, I know he kind of started slow uh, against. Um, Against Andrei Olovsky, and then I guess just figured it out in a second. That was such a a, a weird uh, switch up to that fight. Um, in in theory, Volkov it should be good in this matchup. He's longer. He uses it okay. Um, for some reason, I just see Aspinall getting him out of there, and it's just it's just weird because Volkov, Volkov shown good durability. Um, I'm just staying away. I'll Let's, pick. Uh, I'll I'll pick Aspinall though. Yeah, um, Volkov has been put out once early, uh, or yeah. been put out early once in his entire career. Um, I I don't think I I just can't see Aspinall. Um, if he if he does, then I lose money, and and that's probably that's probably what he's got to do because the longer this fight goes, the more Volkov can set in, can get that outside kick working that jab that he's got like he's the better technical guy like way above Aspinall in, in my opinion um I I'm, I mean if Aspinall does get inside and get to him uh props to him uh Volkov has fought way better dudes than Aspinall that's never been able to do that um I, I think this is a is gonna be kind of a boring Volkov fight personally and I think the longer it goes the more he tires Aspinall out. And I mean, Aspinall hasn't even seen, I think, past the second round. So uh, it's just all in Volkov's favor. If he can get out of that first, maybe even three or four minutes, um, I, I think he can. And like Sean said, he's durable too. Even if Aspinall does uh, manage to get inside and, and connect a couple, um, I don't think he's got the the one shot knockout power to get Volkov out of there. So I like Volkov here, man. It's kind of creeping up into into plus money now. Like, I, I got to take that. I just think he's the better guy at this point. Maybe, maybe Aspinall is that guy. Maybe he goes in there and cleans out Volkov in the first round. If he does, props to him. He's going to be boosted up um, in, in, in the heavyweight rankings very fast because that's the shit show of that division. So uh, I, I like Volkov, though, to, to probably get this to go uh, – 25 minutes unless Aspinall just gasses out or once out finds a way out. So I like, I like Volkov. Lance, you talked about FanDuel and their crazy pricing. They have Volkov by decision at plus 600. It's plus three everywhere else. That's like, that would be a bet. Volkov by decision. Plus that's a, that's a bet. Plus 600. Brad bet it in your account. Yeah, (laughs) no doubt. That, that is a, that's a bet. He's in a uh, 365 opened it at plus 500 and it quickly moved down to, to 300. Three. But, yeah. Um, Can Aspinall uh, physically go 25 minutes without just 
walking out wow. of the cage. Brad, tell us. That's why I didn't. That is why I did not bet the decision prop because (laughs) I don't think he can. I I like Volkov quite a bit in this fight, actually. Uh, Aspinall, he's knocked out a bunch of bums in the first round, and then he fought Arlovsky, and suddenly Arlovsky he couldn't knock out, Um, and the thing with Arlovsky is if you're like a good hot shit prospect you're supposed to be able to knock out Andre Arlovsky even at this point it's when he fights all these lower tier bums that he goes to decision and wins a decision and we all know it's going to happen and it's wonderful to bet on but man Aspinall not being able to knock him out and then starting to get tired in that fight uh, and, and needing to go to his grappling against Arlovsky to get the win that scares me for people that are, are backing him because it's not difficult to take down Andre Arlovsky. That shows me nothing. And maybe it's a little more difficult to sub him, but I don't even think he's going to get the opportunity against Volkov. If he has to turn to his grappling in this fight, he's fucked. Um, it, if he does put Volkov out in the first round, uh, as the British would say, fair fucks to him. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't think he does. I think Volkov survives that and just starts picking away to the body, to the body with long range shit. Uh, and I bet the round three, four, and five props at eighteen twenty-five and plus and thirty-three hundred. Um, so I think Volkov gets him out of there late. I also bet the money line, uh, but I think it's a late finish for Volkov here. Yeah, Volkov is probably one of my least favorite fighters in the UFC. Makes sense. I would say <laughs> he's top five, I would say, least least faves. I mean, Derek Lewis ending his life was one of the better moments of my life. Um, but, yeah, he's just – not a fan of the he's, – he's one of the most boring – he's got to be – he's top He's top three most boring fighter in UFC history. He's got to be. I mean, the guy is just oh, dreadful. With all that said, I absolutely love him in this matchup. I almost never bet Volkov. I have only bet him probably a few times in his UFC career. I either bet against him or I pass on the fight. But he's a tough guy, and he is very hard to get out of there unless you are Derek Lewis. Um, he survived versus you know tough dudes. He's gotten hit. He takes it. He's he's pretty elusive on the feet when he's like he avoids the big shots. I don't think it's that he has the best chin ever. I think he avoids a lot of the big shots. His length, his yeah. I think it just fucks guys up. And Aspinall, that that Arlovsky fight really turned me off uh, of Aspinall. Just a not being able to get him out of there in that situation at first. I know he got the finish later, but it's it's also just he had a minute and a half of throwing punches, and he was I mean he was fucking. Like if he doesn't get that fit, he might have lost that fight. Like he did not look he good. Might have got Arlovsky. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I don't know. I just I can't see him getting Volkov out of there early. No one's gotten Volkov out of there early, have they? Has he? Minikoff, has he ever gotten Minikoff out of there? Minikoff way back in way Bellator back. got him. Yeah. Out. yeah, he's he's the only one that's got him out in the first, and then the other one is it's, it's obviously just, Lewis in the he, third. He, he did get subbed early in a couple fights yeah. back in yeah. like 2008. So long, long time ago. So I, I think yeah. he's, I think, and, and he's, he's got a pretty good gas tank. So I think for a heavyweight, I think he survives the early onslaught. I think he just, he eats the shots or, you know, they're not, they're not clean. And I think he survives and, and wins. And I, I don't, I understand why you could, you could like Volkov at the plus 600 by decision, but it's five rounds. And 
Aspinall was gassed in three minutes. So I don't know. I don't, I don't see him. Volkov can turn it on and finish him, especially in the later rounds. Maybe catch him with the knee or something. So I like Volkov at plus money. I think that's a good enough bet for me. So that will uh, be my bet in the card. We did it. Your houses. Under, under an hour and <laughs> a half. Under an hour and a half. That's always the goal for me. I like it as quick as possible. It used to be two hours. I could barely do it. You, you always run a tight ship. I do. That's... Well, you got to think how long I do this. All yeah. day, every sitting in front of my computer with this fucking speakerphone. Today I was like eight thirty to three straight with no break. So, I, I hour and a half is my limit. Can't do more. <laughs> I I know this means nothing, but six of the seven main events so far this year have went to decision. How fucking mm. brutal is that? They should put Bear Jew in main events. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have to deal with that. No, shit. no, they're gonna give us font against fucking. Oh boy, who they're just gonna? Well, after Bearju finishes Krylov, which means he's finished Krylov, Hill, and Ankalov, they can put some fucking respect on his name. He just never gets it, man. They need to move him along because he said he's gonna retire when he turns thirty-five. It's later this year, so yeah, I don't believe Bear, that. Bearju, no, I don't believe it. Either. I, don't, I don't know, Bearju Glover not, title shot. Boom. Not with that. Not with that new hair, man. Like you, you might have to. Might have to keep <laughs> he's rejuvenated. I, I need to make that call. new hair. I need to he make it to 45 now. If fucking our, our boy, our boy Steve was right, man. He got the prime fucking ass cheek hair. Moved over to that, to that. Used all his like... bonus money on that one. He got the good shit. He looks like that, uh, the Chad meme. The dude with like the, the perfect hairline and the chiseled yeah. jaw. That's, He's that's a good weird type. He's a good looking chap, that man, but we appreciate it. Um, go Bear Jew. We'll see you next week to, to cash the Bear Jew tickets. Thanks guys.